What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a very delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. All right, at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. That's my he will never emotionally fulfill you. Because I don't want to be a part of it. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Close your legs to married men, trash box. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Hold on, check me, boo. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another lovely episode of BravoCon, Morally Corrupt. Day two, we're here. You know you can find us on the Ring of Reality feed. I'm here with Jody Walker. And of course, our guest, Megan Croft, as well. <laughs> holla, holla. <laughs> um, okay, it's day two. This is where things start to take. We get over the hump, right, Jody? Like, we're getting a little cuckoo now. Like, we're... We're going, the day's ending, day two. Mm -hmm. Day three, we completely lose it at this oh, point. Yeah. Oh, we're no. on the ground, boots on the ground. We're running around. We're meeting people. We're talking people. We're listening for like the tea behind the scenes. We're we taking notes. Listening. We're attending panels. We're doing all the things. Um, Jody, what has stood out to you today? I mean, people are cheering. Like the, pe the, the stars, the stars, the Bravo celebrities have been walking the, the floor at the Bravo Bazaar like they haven't been before. I seen Crystal Minkoff. I saw she was arm in arm with the girl from Million Dollar Listing LA. Bravo family. I, I guess. I, I felt more like the other, the uh, Million Dollar Listing girl was clinging on for dear life, you know, for recognition because everybody was swarming Crystal. Yeah, she's, she's hanging that listing. She wants she, that listing. She wants Crystal's listing. That's what I'm saying. She wants that Lion King money. She Hello. wants that basement. She wants that refinished <laughs> Speakeasy basement. That's so true. That's, that's Rachel. So that's what I was gonna say. Has stood out to me the most is like there have been 
Bravo celebrities everywhere. I was needing to rush to go meet producer Devin somewhere earlier and I needed to get across the Bravo Bazaar. And there were what I have labeled Bravo celebrity bottlenecks, like just lines of people everywhere. And because anyone, anytime someone kind of walks through, they create like a tail yeah. where people are just following them through. And then when someone goes through their booth, so like Dorinda was at her booth. Austin Kroll is at his booth. Um, I think like the Teresa Migas were at their booth. And then the, and then more OC women came out. Of, I mean, there were people everywhere. And yet it still did not feel anywhere close to as chaotic as last year felt. It's like there were people That's everywhere so and I quite literally couldn't get through, but it kind of just felt exciting. It didn't feel like, I don't did know. Did you see it's, anybody exciting that you were like, Oh my gosh, I saw this person today. Anybody in the wild? You just see everybody. I mean, I've, it's hard to pick one. You know, we were talking last night about like who actually stops us in our tracks. And, you know, for me, it's mostly below deck people, which is okay. I was getting inching closer and closer to Captain Jason today. I saw him in real life in oh. the press room. As attractive in person? More, way more. Wow. So handsome. He's so wow. handsome. My, I, I, I got to see, see it for myself. I got to see you this. You haven't seen him yet? Not a person. But I we saw the pictures and it. I was pleased. I will say, I met Jessel. You met Jessel? In passing. She was heading to the Roni panel. I saw her. She was with Bryn. And I wanted to speak to Bryn, but I, I needed to introduce myself. And there was no time. Because I was talking to MJ from Shaws of Sunset, saying hello. Then I see Jessel. We see each other. I'm like, ah! You yes. know each other. Old Giving friends. her a hug. And I'm like, that's who I wanted to see because I haven't met her in person. Yeah. Bren was next to her. But then it was like, we basically found, Megan and I found the holy grail of Bravo Liberties today. It is, I will say it's backstage. Uh-huh. But it wasn't just backstage. We found the cafeteria room. Did we not? It was like the most bizarre high school lunch hour cafeteria table. Where should you sit Clicks. moment? Yes. And then Heather Gay did stop Rachel to say, I almost wore that outfit. And we said, <gasps> we wish you would have. Who what wore a it moment. best? Avi, we know the answer. But, you know, it was still worth it. It was a moment. But she couldn't eat. Could, yeah. <laughs> I... I was like, what a moment I would, I said, I'm doing your panel tomorrow. And, and so we were talking about that. And she was, wouldn't it have been amazing if we came out wearing the same thing? I said, there's still time for you to go buy the outfit. That's true. I was like, it's Cynthia Rally. Go get it. We can be twinsies. It'll be a thing. No, I mean, everybody was back there. We saw Phaedra down the hall in passing. She was, I was like, where is she going? She's headed to Married to Medicine. Totally forgot that she's on the new season. Well, because there's not a reason for her to be, but, I, I but there she is. But she's coming back to us in Bravo World, which That's right. if you're a Phaedra fan, you'll take it. Um, but we saw, I saw way more people than before. I, I'm trying to think who else stood out. I mean, I can move on to while I'm thinking of that at the same time. I'm a little frazzled. I'm just going to be honest with you guys because I did two panels today. Rachel did two panels. Absolutely killed both of them. Thank she you, Jody. You know, I've seen a lot of moderators while I've been here. There's no one better than Rachel Lindsay. Oh my gosh, it's so sweet. I mean it. You can never tell how you do when you're in the moment. And like, I can point out the, the mistakes that I made and like, I was like on myself for it and I'm not going to share it with everyone else because it's like, I'm not going to burden you with that. But I appreciate that. I had a blast doing Ask Andy. Um, I wanted to take a different route than Jeff Lewis uh -huh. because I knew it was a... It was Jeff Lewis. He's on brand. He's he's sassy. He's shady. And, and and so I wanted to make it a little bit more light. 
I have a deep love for Andy Cohen. Y'all and had a love for each other. It was clear. It was coming through. It was for it like I'm friendly almost. I don't know. It was just like it was a it was a good panel. And it was different than the Jeff Lewis one, which was messy and chaotic. And this one was like, we are gonna get answers. We are gonna have a good time together. And, and I think did. everybody had a great time. I and I oh, another thing was my earpiece didn't allow me to hear the audience. So I couldn't tell if they were laughing, if they were clapping. It was like muted almost. I just couldn't hear. And maybe that was a nervous thing. I just could only hear Andy and nothing else. But Real Housewives of Potomac, I was nervous going in. I, I don't really get nervous. Yeah. I sweat. I'm a sweater from all parts of my and body. And how were you, how was your sweat level going in? It was, it was on like a scale of one to 10. It was a 12. Slicked down. I Just mean, about to run I'm, right out of that blazer. I got to get out of this outfit and slide into something, slip and slide into something else. But I will Rachel tell you, just did a hand motion that I won't explain. <laughs> I, the thing is, I was nervous actually. I sweat regardless, but I was nervous going to Potomac because there were so many things that I was not allowed to talk about yeah. because it could unravel. Because what we've seen with the ladies on these other panels, they are friends. Like we watch Miami today and they're like, we're not friends, we're super friends. And you can uh -huh. see the camaraderie and the, and Although, even if they didn't agree. It was chaotic. I mean, it was chaotic. It was, but they are The friends. Miami panel was great. Don't you think? I, I thought it was great. And I thought Danny, shout out to Danny Pellegrino, did a great job he, handling He us. definitely did. And then they also, I mean, it was just like, it was, I could have recorded, you know, I'm recording videos so that we can put them on social. So like, if you're curious about anything we're watching and you're not following us on Ringer Reality Instagram, get over there because we have my shaky cam vids. <laughs> but like, I could have, and I felt this way about Potomac, absolutely too. Like I could, and I said this to Devin, I could have recorded the whole thing. It was like wall to wall content and interesting. Um, and we, we got Miami before and I don't watch Miami. I watched Miami originally. Right. I don't watch the new apps. And I was like, Oh my God, what's going on? She's so mad. Why are the Kiki so mad at Lisa? What's going on? It was crazy. It was, it was a really, really good panel. And that was, is that the first panel we saw for the, uh, we did ask Annie. Then there was first the first cast panel. panel. We sat down. Um, Marcus was a few rows behind us. Lars's boyfriend, Marcus Jordan. <gasps> uh, we sat three chairs down from Jody. Male Jody. Male Jody. Not to be confused with I'm the Jody, Jody Walker. <laughs> Male Jody. Let me add that if you thought people booed Tom Sandoval yesterday, Male the Jody. walls were shaking over the booze for Lenny. Oh, Lenny. <laughs> this crowd, oh, Lenny. not a fan of Lenny, as we should not be. No. But if, I mean, it almost made the Tom Sandoval booze look supportive. Well, because Lenny, because Lenny wasn't there. It was like booing at the you mere know, thought of Lenny. I think they would have booed him. No, I mean, oh, if yeah, he'd oh, been they there, booed him harder it would have, yeah, yeah, it would have taken the gold stage right to the ground, I guess, because they, an audience member asked, her about Lenny's mom and she was like that woman is a nightmare and we are not in touch and the whole family is toxic and which I find unfortunate by the way because yeah. it is the grandmother of her children yeah. and so you could tell from Lisa's answers like she had hoped there could be a potential of a uh -huh. co-parenting relationship I think she even said that in one of her answers and yeah I think that is that was a little disappointing I it think is. what was so crucial, that was such a good question. And I just have to say shout out to all the audience members because they really do ask insightful questions. Well, Shady, but insightful. But that guy was like, 
you know, maybe it's a, you know, you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you. And this mm. is what we were all thinking. We know Lenny supports his mother. And he watched that clip of her supporting Lisa, which was the right thing to do. And immediately she flipped in two seconds. Um, well, because the moderators, you know, you got rules. Like the moderators are not allowed to ask everything they want. As far as I can tell, the audience can get up there. And even if the questions get screened a little, which they often don't, you can still say anything once you want, once you get up there. That is a good point. Well, let's go back and forth between Miami and Potomac because they were both, and I'm not just saying this because I was on it. Miami and Potomac were both good panels. Highlights. Both, both shady, messy, more in, intense on Potomac. Like... You know when you see the people at the reunion sitting on sides or you see the people at BravoCon sitting on sides, you're like, oh, this is where the lines are drawn. But not as much in the other panels. In Potomac, those are mm. the real lines, except for, and I made reference to this, Wendy and Mia were sitting next to each other and yeah. I said, oh, that means things are all good. And she goes, just for today. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a lot going on and you talk about restrictions. There were a lot for Potomac. And one of the things that, I don't know if you noticed this with Potomac, on the other panels, on the gold stage, which is where we were, there are two mics, both sides questions. There was only one mic for Potomac because they wanted to monitor the questions more because one question could set the whole stage mm -hmm. on fire, right? Everyone was holding a match, right? And a lighter. <laughs> and, and, fuel. So, and so there was a question that was asked about marriages that I'm shocked got through. It, I am shocked. It was like, in which marriage do you think it was is, to it was showing Mia. the signs of the next one that's going to fail. And it's like, that is terrible to ask with this cast because people would have actually answered. They would have answered and they would have been right. And like, that's a storyline on on Beverly Hills right now is like, you know, uh, Erica got asked whose marriage is the next one in trouble. And like, that was basically what was asked at Potomac. But this wasn't Watch What Happens Live. This was a Potomac free for all. And, but I will say it was, it was messy, but it wasn't like completely chaotic. There's something about the way that the Potomac women speak that like, even when they're really mad at each other and they're going off, it's still so orderly sort of, you know, like when Karen is hit, hit, hitting it, Karen and Robin going back and forth, like they're so. That was real. That was real. And, and to the point where as a moderator and like, that's the thing with, you have to juggle so many things where I was like. They're really going at, like, Robin's having a tough time, and mm -hmm. I noticed it. And we talk about booze. I was floored at the amount of booze that Robin got. They were at the, mm. the they were as much as Lenny. I, I'm not exaggerating. I didn't it, hear as many booze except for the mention of paid platforms. Uh, there yeah, was what, that, there was, was that question. Yeah, okay. Not, not her coming out on the stage. Yeah. It was her, them talk, talking about the fact that she shared information on her podcast, a paid platform of the podcast, not even the one you could just download rather than on the show. People booed her like crazy. And I was just like, she's having a rough go. Let me give her some space and move on to the other women because Karen had her foot on the gas pedal Ooh, she and did. she never got off, but she could have been more lovely. She was like, I am so proud of you, girl. And I just wanted to reach out and say, okay, <laughs> the grand doll. I, it took me for like everything. I mean, to not like bow down. To quote our producer, <laughs> Devin, unprompted in the audience, she could tell me to jump off a bridge and I'd do it. No questions asked. <laughs> and I completely agree. Karen's, Karen's probably my number one. Like, I, I spot Karen. I get to have a chat with Karen. I am not going to be cool about it. I'm going to be very <laughs> unhinged about it. I just love her.
Yeah, it's and I love Karen and Giselle. I have always loved like I, I, Karen and Giselle that relationship and the way that they manage like keep it just on the line of tipping over for how many seasons? What season are we on? Seven, eight, eight, eight. seasons is the best. And and like we, there was a question asked about that, and I appreciate it. it's a good point to make because it doesn't matter how they go at each other, they get it, they understand what they're doing, they understand. Like she's just being shady. They, it's almost like they let it slide off their back. They don't hold grudges. And that's the kind of like dynamic I want to see with the housewives. I don't want to see you get so mad that you can't sit at the same table with someone. Mm -hmm. I want to see like you mad in the moment. And then it's like, girl, you were tripping. I think they have like mutual respect. I don't, it's such a signature yes, mutual respect. old school housewife dynamic to have like one core frenemyship that grounds the franchise. And I think that's why like Potomac has. I mean, it's probably my favorite franchise. Like, it's always a lot of people. That. A lot of people. Um, Potomac was great. I don't know if you can go back and rewatch some of these on Peacock, but if you can, you know, type it into Twitter, follow along on Ringer Reality TV feed. Like, we've got all the behind the scenes. We've got the scoop. A panel that we all sat at was New York, New Roni. Look, I was looking forward to the panel. I mean, you know, we left the Holy Grail. Bryn going into, I didn't know this just sitting in the panel, but then I saw it on Twitter. Bryn going to, like on her way to the Roni panel, going down the escalator that's like behind where interviews are being filmed. So it's being filmed. Got her little bitty skinny ass stilettos, red bottoms, stuck in the escalator and just had to ditch them and run to the panel. Someone got them back for her at some point. So that means when we saw it her, it looks like where the she had the no witch, shoes on. I didn't even pay attention. It, Okay. It looks like when the witch dies, it, when the witch gets stuck under the house in Wizard it of Oz, the way these little, yes. the way these little stilettos are sticking out of the escalator. Well, thank God she didn't wilt away or disappear. Whatever happened in Wizard of Oz, I can't even remember it. But yes, um, she was wearing those shoes on the panel because I did, I did notice them. But I did, I was unaware of all the drama that happened before. There's a lot of excitement for Roni. It was my first time going into that room, the glam stage, and it was packed. I don't. I, we came in and the panel had already started. There were people on the floor standing against the walls. They needed to actually be in the bigger room. Yeah. It's weird that they put Roni in glam because yeah. it's been really popular. A lot of, ex a lot, I mean, a lot of excitement. And I'm wondering what you thought about the panel. Matt Rogers was, was the moderator, which I love Matt Rogers. I think he's funny and fun and a fan. So I knew he would bring his own flavor to the panel. But coming in. What did you think, Jody? She's making a face, I'm making guys. a face. I mean, we talked about it being in the smaller stage. I would say from my observance, I haven't been able to be at every single thing, but it was kind of the first big logistical misstep of the weekend, which is pretty <laughs> good well into Saturday afternoon. One, I was in the press section, which to this point has just been kind of like, it's like kind of between VIP and GA and kind of off to the side. It's not like the best seating, but it's good enough because we need to be able to see it. And the screen on our side wasn't working. So one of the screens wasn't working. So you couldn't, the state and the stage was pretty far away. So you couldn't see really well. And I would say the sound wasn't great. And then like you said, like it was just totally packed. It should have been. It was hot. And it was hot, which actually was nice because now I'm freezing. I cannot be pleased. Every panel was, <laughs> has been cold except for that one. It yeah. Was hot. Um, so like a bit of a, and there, that was the first big line I've seen. You know, it's been a mostly lineless BravoCon, which is like an incredible improvement from last year. But there was a big line for GA. Really? To get, yeah, it's outside. So we missed it mm -hmm. because... 
we came late. Like yeah. I was like, did we miss it? And Megan was like, we're only three minutes late. It's just, they just started, Rachel. And then, you know, I said this to you, we, we both left a little early. It's how we find ourselves podcasting right now, not later. It's not the break of the, of the day. fourth wall, but we left a little early um, because it was not, it wasn't, it was a retread. Of the reunion. I think we just watched the reunion and they don't have anything else to talk about. They haven't filmed anything else. So That's like, I know they're true. not doing a Salt Lake City panel because it would be right before the reunion is filmed and they can't waste the juice. Right. And this was kind of the opposite problem. All the juice has been squeezed and there's nothing new to give at BravoCon. You know what could have happened? And I don't know what kind of restrictions Matt had because I know that moderators have been given them. But I would have been interested in knowing like, I kind of got this question when I came in of who nominated you for the show. Mm. So I only heard Aaron and I don't know if everybody was asked that, but I would have loved to hear more about the beginnings of it because that wasn't flushed out on the show. And there's juice there because, you know, Aaron came in through Lizzie who got kicked off. And every time, you know, I asked Aaron this and every time she gets asked, she's kind of like, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about it and bad on me. I'm a journalist and I didn't have any restrictions. We had a lot to talk about, but I, I want it to be pushed like, okay, so then what the hell happened with Lizzie? And like, can we talk about it yet? Aaron doesn't seem to know if we can talk about it. So then the answer is yes, we can talk about it. And then it briefly got brought up at some point in the recent past on the reunion. I think that like Jessel moved to New York for the show. You know, she says they move a lot and that's all well and good. They move a lot and move for opportunities. The show is an opportunity. And I've heard rumor around the Reddit streets that she was going to do Dallas. I asked Andy that. That she was going to do Housewives Dallas? I did. I go, I don't know if I can say this. I don't know if this has been asked, but I was like, was Jessel supposed to be on Dallas? What'd he say? He goes, no. And huh. I go, oh, sorry. Huh. I don't know if, I was like, oh, sorry. And he was like, no, we didn't. We don't have our pushing boots on right now. We hadn't been pushing. He's like, no. He's like, no. Like, he answered it. But I did And maybe I heard from you. But I was like, I, I was like, there's a rumor out there. And I, I told you, Jessel's house is in my sister's neighborhood. And had I had more time with Jessel, I would have asked her. I believe it. Pavit. No, Guys, Pavit? there's Pavit. <gasps> we don't care about that. Okay. I actually, I, I surrounded said, by didn't women. I Guys, say this last Guys, night? I we, said this last night that this is this who is, I would freak out about. Okay, go over there. Go get your picture. Jody, put the mic down and go. I gotta go. Let's get a, let's get a record. Go run, run, bitch. <laughs> get it. Get, we have to. We have to. She's record, running we have over. To record her. She's running over to get a photo of Pavit right now. She. They're chanting Pavit. I'm so glad, guys. Pavit I'm is so, a star. I'm running, so, I'm running solo here right now. Devin's joining me. Jody had to put the mic down and run over. She, she is ran. all smiles, ear to ear, eagerly waiting her turn with the other women. Sprinting over there. to Pavit. I have to say, Pavit is more handsome in person. She's she's securing He's the before. She's getting a selfie, guys. She's taking it. She was the last one to grab one with Pavit as he walked off. She did it. Abe, the babe, is over there as well. But this, oh but my gosh, babe, we she's don't running care back. About it. It's all, it's all she's about running. Thank God she was. Thank God she was in her see-through turtleneck. It was the power of that, Jody. How was that? Then led the way. I gave a play-by-play, -play, Jody. Like I'm gonna cry. I don't know what's happening. Let that single tear flying high. She is flying high. <gasps> Let's just call it. Call the podcast. It's over. Call the Bravo, Bravo Con. I'm going Can home. I just say, I would have never he known so it was cute. Pavit if we hadn't seen Jessel earlier. So I knew what Pavit was wearing. So I saw the and back he of his looks head. great. Like I never saw Abe. A cream. Like my eyes wouldn't let I me. I know. And Abe was trying to take him away. And he said, I'll do one more. And it was I me. 
And it was me. You took wait. He Pavit. said. Pavit I said, said, I'll I said do that. One I was more. like, Jody was the last one to get it. My eyes don't. Is he rec- still taking photos? Yes, but it's because he's a huge. Let star. it ride. My eyes don't recognize recognize lychees, so I didn't see him. No, nobody <laughs> is requesting a photo from Abe the Babe right now. No, and he's Pavit, just standing there. People are out here asking Pavit for street food recommendations, yes, like, travel tips, travel as tips. commissioner of the street food vendors of New York <laughs> City or whatever. Fried chicken <laughs> brigade. Tell us, tell us. You know that was a lost moment. I should have been like, now you know fried chicken. I can and I can say this as a black person. I thought we had a hold on the market, but you, no. Pavit, you guys, Pavit is like, <laughs> it's yeah, it's that's, that's Pavit's lane now. I'm that's joking, guys. Don't anybody say anything. I can say that I'm black. I can stereotype. He is. I'm just watching him. Like he's not creating a tail, like we, but it's just like one woman at a time. Like he cannot make he's it through. Living isn't he more he's handsome so in person? Uh, well, I think that he's very handsome. No, I think everywhere, he's handsome. But yes, period, too. In, but in, in person, it's real. Like. Yeah, I need to look I at our picture. I just can't believe we captured... You're right. We could end the podcast now. What a moment. We're here talking about new Roni. And in I'm walks so Pavit. Oh, I can't wait to tell Jessel this. Okay, to be fair, he looks very happy too. No, thrilled and young. He looks, yeah, he looks younger than me. Maybe he made it to the Juvederm booth. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, wow. again, the what a moment. Of the broody. The booty. The booty booty of (laughs) BravoCon is... Okay. (laughs) Rachel has taken a tumble. Now now these wheels are fully off. You said I'm so happy for you. you I got to see Jessel. You got to see see Jessel. They are. They are like... They are the royalty of Bravo right now. I think, you know, like they're... Their height is high. And I just... I can't wait to follow him on his travel influencer Instagram. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, You're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. 
Anyways, um, one thing that did catch my eye, though, about Roni, and I don't think I missed this, new Roni, Cy was really quiet until they directed questions to her. Did you notice that? I did notice that. Do you think that was purposeful? Do you think that maybe she's been, like, beaten down so much by so many of the the the, the fans that... I think so. And I think, like, you know, some of her... Some of the issues that she had has had have, have come from like not listening well and sort of like speaking out of turn. So maybe she really is like she said, I think she said that in the reunion. Like I want my when looking in the mirror or whatever they talked about, she wanted to learn to like listen better and understand people more. Maybe that's what she was up to. Well, I, I liked it. I Aaron was. Aaron was talking a lot. She was in the first seat next to the moderator. She was talking a lot. She was really cracking jokes that weren't landing. Um, I know you guys were waiting for my whole Aaron breakdown. I don't have much to say. She did look really pretty. <laughs> I will back you up. I will say that today's pick me of the day is Aaron. Yesterday was Brock. Now, after we finished recording guys, the podcast, we went to go get our Uber. And Brock was all but hanging out the window of his SUV waving at people in a tuxedo. like he was really somebody in a tuxedo. I mean, and they weren't waving back. No one was waving back. I mean, I might have, I may or may not have shouted, roll up your window. <laughs> so I will say, <laughs> we, like, uh, BravoCon Pick we Me Day st- 1 definitely goes to Brock and Pick Me Day 2 went to Aaron today. You guys, she tried to start an Abe the Babe chant yes! and it was, that was really tough. That was tough to watch. And nobody joins. And it's, you know, you never know what's going to catch on, but oh that... God wasn't one of the things I that caught on. totally forgot that. Should we started Dr. Ab's chant? <laughs> Absolutely not. Because I am smart enough not to do that. Jody's looking with pure confusion on her face. She's, that's my husband. That's like his nickname. And I would never, I would never. I would. Shout out to but had Jessel started a pavit, I'm pretty sure. See what I'm saying? We were. He's the man. And we could start. We could start a bon me chant right now, <laughs> and not only would everyone know what we were talking about, they'd get on board. Mm. I could get in a fly for miles chant. What is what is that kind of trip called? What is that the mileage run? A mileage run. A mileage run. Listen. I I just am so happy that we had that moment with Pavit. I think I don't think there's much that we can do after that. It was such a hot, not just a highlight of the podcast, not a highlight of the day. It was a highlight of the con. Just, I thought you were to say Jody's life. <laughs> Is it? Do we do we ask? Based on the look on her face when she spun around, and you guys can catch the. I recorded it. Don't you worry. We have a video. The way she spun around, you would have thought she won gold at the Olympics. <laughs> I did. Paris I won, 2024. I won at least her the bronze at BravoCon 2023. <laughs> no, babe, you see the video. It was gold. You crossed the finish line first. <laughs> I did it. We are Arms so happy for you. Guys, a new profile pic coming t- coming near you on social media near you will be Jody. I cannot Bob. cry anymore at this con. <laughs> I gotta get off. Oh my gosh. What a way to end day two. Uh, we will be back for the final day of BravoCon. I can't believe there were already here. It goes by so fast. There's still so many fantastic panels, so many more great run-ins that we are bound to Who have. Who will I embarrass myself in front of tomorrow? Uh, I, I don't know, but I cannot wait. Can't wait to find out. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. 
Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.